0: What is up? No instructions needed, nation. This is your uh, boy Chapsy Dapsy Papsy. Welcome to another episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast. Brought to you by Heart Wholesale Liquor. We'll get into more of an ad sale as we go on in the show. Uh, let's send it. Uh, let's send it down to the Big D himself. Who, uh, you know, let's see how that weekend went. With D, how's it going there, Monsuego?
1: Oh, pretty good. Been a busy weekend. Uh, had a little R&R today and ready to rock. Excited to see you guys. And um, this heat wave in Vancouver is finally coming to an end, I think. So uh, I'm about to be a bit more comfortable because my my bed and my couch and everything around me is just dri- drizzled in sweat right now. So uh, Drizzled. <laughs> or or soaked. Uh, my couch kind of starts smelling. Like, Why is my couch smelling? Like, I think it's because I've been sweating on it so much. So I had to freeze that. Shit down drunk. Julian, how you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's fucking hot as shit here, but I don't think I'm like getting my ball sweat on the couch these days. we have we have central air, so the air conditioning's always keeping us nice and cool. But uh yeah, man, crazy weekend as far as just like busy with the family. Chaps understands more than anybody else, like especially during the time that he's going through right now, which we're gonna get into in a little bit. But like when you have kids in the summertime. Like Long weekends are are hectic, so uh, happy to spend time with the family, happy that the, the week is starting as we're recording on the holiday Monday, happy Civic Day holiday for everyone in Ontario, and whatever the fuck it's called, wherever you guys are. BC Day, baby. BC Day, woo-woo. Um, but yeah, let's get into some shit. All right, first things first. Um, I gotta ask chaps, what does it feel like to have like a tweet go like as viral as you possibly can without it like being a viral tweet.
0: This is insane. Like legitimately a little <laughs> bit crazy. And I've been keeping you guys updated, but literally I can't turn on my phone like Twitter on my phone at any point and not receive notifications. Bling, it's going to be 3,000 likes here relatively soon.
2: Let me, let me, let me just tell you one thing, chap. So I, I once had our, our shit on, uh, on my Twitter app and then every once in a while it like boots you out of the things that you don't use often, but I still get notifications. So I don't have access to the no instructions to need a <laughs> podcast Twitter account, but I get all of the notifications. And let me tell you, I almost broke my fucking phone today because over the last 24 hours, I I get, like, I saw one person today uh, that I think their Twitter name was $3 OnlyFans like this tweet. (laughs) Um, Bad Bitch Booty like this tweet. It's, like, all these random people. And, like, some people are, like, cool and some people are, like, I'm really curious, like, should I click on your profile to see, like, what you're all about? But break us, for those who don't follow us on Twitter, for those who are only going to hear a little bit of this story... Give us like a quick synopsis of who wrote the initial tweet, how you sort of captured lightning in a bottle, and where it's sort of taken us now.
0: All right, so I was stoned last night watching classic uh, Uncharted, I believe, and and that you know, like I was watching it, it like. But a little side tangent here. Rotten Tomatoes can fuck right off. Their review system is broken. Because I watched yeah. Uncharted and The Gray Man this weekend, and yes, I shut down The Gray Man after five minutes last week and I was like, oh, given their chance, it fucking was awesome. Like it was so awesome, and so was Uncharted. Uncharted is just a dopey fun movie. Anyways, that's complete tangent. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. Even though it's not really you, but you get it. Um, Lots well, of critics. Critics are fucking terrible. Anyways, so I was watching Uncharted, and Seth Rogen put out a tweet. And it's of this gentleman <laughs> who's smoking one, two, three, four, five joints. He's got two in his nose, two in his ears, and one in his mouth. And it says, I'm just doing this, so Seth Rogan, Wiz Khalifa, or Joe Rogan will 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 notice me. And then Seth Rogan retweeted it and said, Dear God, man, I'm noticing you. Stop. You don't have to proceed to the next holes, <laughs> which I replied like he did. This tweet like two minutes after, I so see him like, "Oh, I replied." Hard disagree. Two holes left. Fill them up. Boom. <laughs> then it just uh, it went nuts. <clears throat> I mean, we're at uh, we'll be at three thousand likes by the time this is done. Um, recording today. Uh, 290,000 people have seen the tweets. There's been 4,200 engagements. Uh, like it's just, it's gone nuts. Like it's honestly surpassed anything I've, that we've ever done. I'm barely confident. I think our biggest one was like 125,000, uh, not not notifications, but, uh, impressions, impressions or whatever. So this is, yeah, it's, it's absolutely, it's bonanza. It's absolutely crazy. It just is.
2: It's funny because, so last week when uh, when Comic Con came out, uh, I responded to someone. I'm trying to remember who it was. It was someone, someone with a blue check mark. It had to do with uh, I think it might have been Van Lathan, my guy from TMZ, or formerly from TMZ, uh, now works at The Ringer. Uh, I think it had to do with like, what do we do now? With like T'Challa, like, should we recast them? Should we not? Like, what are we going to do as far as Black Panther goes moving forward? Because the Wakanda Forever trailer drops, right? And everyone's freaking out because it's like, you know, there's finally a female Black Panther. Who is it? Is it Shuri? Is it like Nakia? Like, who is it going to be? Whatever. Anyways, I respond and I just say, like, all right, it's. the way the multiverse is set up, you can do all sorts of different things right now and you can bring back all these characters. So like, let's just trust in like the process. And all of a sudden, like my phone starts blowing up with like likes and likes and likes. And I'm like, I can't wait to talk to chaps and be like, Hey, I had this tweet get like 78,000 impressions and like, I don't know, like a couple hundred likes, and I'm about to do it on this podcast because I forgot to do it last week. And lo and behold, you fucking sandbagged me with like the most viral uh, institution of tweets and responses, which I think is hilarious. I actually went and watched the video. I saw the initial tweet. I saw like the the response from from Seth, and it is it is funny. But I'm with you, dear God, fill them holes up. Let's see what let's see what we can get going.
0: Let's ride.
2: Yeah, that guy that guy was like the true Smokey. Like Mar- Marlon Marlon Wayne's was Smokey from No, who was Chris Tucker was Smokey from uh from Friday. Is that correct? You guys know Friday next Friday? Uh yes, yeah. yes. Chris yes. Tucker. It was Chris it was Chris Tucker, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, that, that that I think we saw like the real life Smokey in that in that tweet. If you haven't seen it, you're like one of the only people on this. Planet apparently, based on the impressions we have on Twitter, Uh, go check us out on the No Instructions Needed Twitter uh, feed and uh, see what uh, what Chaps is all about. Because there are tons of these tweets in the universe. (laughs) We're just finally getting recognized for uh, the one where loves
0: to tweet. I do. Oh yeah, (laughs) I do. I really do. I mean,
2: heavy heavy tweeter.
0: I am, and I go through phases. We got a good night with the polls last night too. Yeah, like 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 it, it was it was a uh awesome night on twitter last night rick flair didn't die very surprised he did not die um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a local uh a local radio station guy I think out of Edmonton that uh that I was talking to you on uh on Twitter last night about it and I asked him hey man like how was the match because I wasn't gonna obviously pay to watch a 70 fucking two year old mm-hmm. dude fucking wrestle I mean that was never gonna happen and he said, if I could give it negative stars, I would.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, But he, he wrestled man. with his son in
0: law, El Idolo. Yeah, for this month. I mean, they'll get divorced in like a year, probably.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Andrade Siad Alamos. Yeah. Um, so there you go. All right. It's time to give somebody their flowers on this podcast that we have talked about in, in a negative light and a positive light. But I think after this weekend for what he's currently doing, like we just need to understand that this kid is talented. And that is Logan Paul. The man had a great WrestleMania and people thought, okay, it's going to be like this flash in the pan kind of thing. And he's always been into like wrestling. I think he wrestled in like high school, like actual like wrestling. And then he's always been an entertainer. He signs this contract after WrestleMania And puts on what I would say is just a complete show against a guy who you love the fact that he's putting over Logan Paul. And that's The Miz. They had a great match WrestleMania. I watched it. Didn't pay for it. But hey, it was awesome. Chaps, I know you've seen highlights. I know you have thoughts. Let's finally talk (laughs) about Logan Paul being more than just like this YouTube guy, but an entertainment star.
0: First of all, Dean, did you watch SummerSlam? Absolutely not. I did. I actually turned it on because I wanted to see Pat McAfee wrestle. Hundred percent. That's the only <laughs> reason why did. I watched it. And yeah, Logan Paul's <laughs> fucking good, man. Like Ooh. he he got something. Like he like he's doing everything. Like he's yeah, doing he, literally everything. Like he he was amazing. Like he honestly was. Like I, I watched the whole match too. I'm like, oh my god. Like this is this is like. Champion material here, man, like that that guy, if he if he wants to do it, he could be the number one draw in the WWE because everyone will hate him because he's a piece of shit and he could play the bad guy. So perfect. But uh, he just signed a multi-year deal with the WWE, too, Mm -hmm. as of today. So it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, Pat Matthews match was also pretty fucking awesome as well. And uh, it was a good card. It was lots of fun. It felt a little different without Vince McMahon there. I'm sure there's some stuff that happened like that Triple H was doing behind the scenes that Vince probably at home was like, oh, that dumb motherfucker. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, I guarantee you Mm -hmm. that he was all pissed off. But if you look on Twitter, like nothing but praise for the for all SummerSlam. Everyone loved it. Massive hit. And the Brock Lesnar Roman Roman Reigns match at the end fucking amazing just like the wildest what was it like 30 minutes maybe like it was a long match there was tractors i was worried about them with that tractor because Brock rock left it in the ring for a second i'm like man these guys are professionals but like all it takes is one buck up and someone's head's getting fucking cut off so yeah it was lots of fun dean big d i don't know what you're watching right now maybe it's a little raw but uh you miss raw is
1: war no, I'm watching baseball. Uh, I don't really have too much to add because I did not watch. Uh, I saw the results, but that was about it. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to take Chaps's words on this one. I'm going to agree wholeheartedly because he is a wrestling purist and uh, he knows what he's talking about. So he, and back in the day, Chaps always had some like I wouldn't to call them theories, but uh, he had his own way of planning stuff out. He's like, "Here's what should happen." Then he goes like 3 months into the future. So he had his own script for all this stuff that he thought might go over well with the fans. So, you know, he knows what he's talking about.
2: It's it's funny because like we're what? 2 weeks into the Triple H era, if we'll call it that, no, from one when, what one week. Like this one is, week, okay. This
0: was his first Raw tonight.
2: So, in the first week that he was a part of um It already felt different because the classic formula for WWE Raw or SmackDown under Vince was open with someone talking, get everybody kind of like warmed up, speak to the crowd, kind of get everybody into what's going on, and then matches will start later. And this one, this past week, and I can't remember if it was SmackDown or if it was Raw, it opens up with a fight already taking place. So like from the audience perspective, it's not like, settle in, get your popcorn ready. It's like, holy shit, did we miss the first hour of Raw? Did we miss half an hour of Raw? Like your your blood pressure, your pulse is already at 125 and you're at like one minute mark of Raw opening. And it just felt different. And then he went back to the formula. After the first match or after the first fight, they did like their you know guy talking promo. But what was really cool and like I don't I've been watching it a little bit more as of late, I guess, with the, with the change in management. <laughs> but the one thing I really liked, I thought was really cool, was this time it felt like the Attitude Era. Like, under Triple H, it feels like it's under the Attitude Era. When I say that, it's because you get your superstars, and you're seeing them multiple times in a show. So, like, The Usos, for instance, were featured, like, four <laughs> times over the course of... SmackDown or Raw, I can't remember which one it was, but it's like you don't you didn't see that recently. It was, you saw your guy, and then like he was done for the night, unless it was like you see him at the very end of the of the night. But the Usos were featured like three or four times, cutting promos, just being around because that was going to be the attraction for the evening. So. Which it was like the way Shawn Michaels and Triple H and The Rock and everyone who was like heavy at the time, that's what would happen. The Rock would do like four promos and then you come out there and like he wouldn't even fight that night. So it's got like this weird feel. Yeah, like exactly. Right. Like you'd see like so many different routines and then it'd be like, all right, cool. He's actually not fighting for like three weeks because he's got a title match. Whereas like, I don't know. I, I love it. I love where this is going. The question's going to be, Can you stay fresh and can you keep it going? Because, I mean, WWE is in a weird position. Their employees are not allowed to sell their stock in their company right now. Like, they're not allowed to trade it right now. So, it's a very interesting time. But in Triple H, we trust just like the Toronto Raptors trust in Masai Ujiri. Chaps, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. Uh, I might watch a little bit more now. I don't know. We'll see. It just takes up a lot of time. Like it's just, it's, it's just it feels different of, though, chaps. Right. Let
2: me tell you, it feels it's a commitment. Does. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. It
0: does. But Dean is right. I used to, and but my my theories and my my if I were booking the show, they would have been fucking bangers every single time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it, it's gonna be good. I am looking forward to Brock Lesnar. Was awesome. Uh, like it's just if they can keep the momentum and keep the the storylines relevant and stuff it's going to be it's going to be awesome like it, it really really is going to be awesome so we'll see we'll see it looks like the blue jays might get noah Syndergaard. well yeah, that's okay. what i wanted
1: to talk about that's that's yeah. let's and lb is trade deadline is tomorrow so by the time you guys listen to this it'll be done and dusted but now we're in this uh span where we got about what six
2: 14 hours
1: 19 hours it's three 3 p.m pacific time <laughs> yeah so six o'clock tomorrow um actually like 22 hours or no yeah whatever i don't know
2: um yeah. math we're not doing fucking math on this I- i'm trying to
1: do it for julian but then realizing that <laughs> it's not the same time here anyways yeah. the the Yankees have made a series of moves um Houston has made moves. There are teams making moves. The Padres made a big move today. So
2: the Red Sox, days, Sox made a
1: move. Well, yeah. Like their Red Sox are selling. They just needed someone to fill in for catcher. So they got the the dollar store masturbator, Reese McGuire. Um, parking lot. Parking lot. He didn't do it inside the store. Parking lot. Yeah, um, do-
2: dollar Tree. Dollar Tree parking lot. Shut out Reese. Dollar McGuire. Tree parking lot.
1: Uh, yeah he's back um but yeah all these teams are making moves the jays so far silent and you know i i know they're probably cooking some up they're not gonna go through the deadline without not making an acquisition but people are getting a bit restless so a nervous a little nervous <laughs> what do we think that they need come tomorrow three o'clock pacific six o'clock eastern time
2: not you know, Noah syndergaard
1: Oh, that would be pretty awesome if they
2: got Noah no, Syndergaard. Absolutely, absolutely not. So, Dean and I were talking about this before the podcast. Throw me the before bullpen. We re- before we started recording, mm-hmm. we were talking about, all right, so Noah Noah's a name. But Noah's not Thor. He is no longer the pitcher that was on the Mets. Like The year that he's having with the Angels is up and down. He is basically Jose Barrios and Kikuchi, which you don't need. Right now, essentially what you need, you don't need a bullpen guy because that's not you're not going to take a starter and say, hey, you're going to go work in the bullpen right now. You don't need him for long relief. You don't need him to be like a seventh inning guy. What you need are two things. You need Giovanni Soto, or or Gregory Soto, sorry, from the Detroit Tigers to go and be 1A, 1B with Jordan Romano. The price is going to be heavy because he's got, I think, three years left under his deal. But he throws triple digits, and he's got, like, 18 to 19 saves on a Detroit Tigers team that I can't even believe have won that many games this year, which is absolutely insane. They also need a starter, but not Noah Syndergaard because Noah Syndergaard isn't a guy who goes with Gossman and isn't a guy with go that goes with Alec Manoa. If the Jays don't get a tier A starter, and there are tons of them out there on teams that are completely selling the Jays are going to be in trouble, not only with the fan base, but just as far as the season actually goes. Now go ahead and tell me why Noah Syndergaard's the guy for the Blue Jays, chaps. No, I
0: just, you know, it depends how cheap he can. VM for cheap enough, whatever. Throw him in the bullpen if it doesn't work out as a starter. you can come in, throw, you know, 97 to 102 miles an hour, whatever he's throwing nowadays. And, you know, it gives you three outs. Not a big deal. I, I, <laughs> but they need a starter too. And it, it would have been nice to, I mean, I would, it sounds like, oh, who's in on Juan Soto right now?
2: Someone... So Jays are, are in on Juan Soto. No, no, but there, Allegedly. there's a team,
0: there's a team there's, that's closing in on a I just can't remember who it is right now.
2: Yeah, you... I think there's like two or three teams that are like in the mix that by tomorrow should have Juan Soto on their team.
0: Yeah, so Juan Soto, I mean, you have if you're going to get him, you better fucking be able to sign him. That's the first thing. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I think a Noah Syndergaard or... Or some sort of pitcher that's on like a shitty team. I like the I like the the Tigers guy that you were talking about there. Yeah. go and try to get him. But you know, some bullpen help and a starter—that's what they need. They don't need any more bats. But if you can get Juan Soto, you get fucking Juan Soto.
1: I think the only reason to get Cinder is if you can get him cheap because like we saw with the mayor and, and let me put this in perspective. The Mariners went out and got somebody Mariners were a team that were in contention last year and sold and gave away their fucking closer. The yeah. team was pissed. <laughs> the team was like, they got another one eventually, but it wasn't like to the caliber of Kendall Graveman. Right. The team was pissed. I remember that so vividly. And the, and the Poto was like, Oh, well, I got some other stuff in the works. Don't worry. And he got like, you know, a tier C closer to, re- place a tier A, possibly tier B closer. So, the Mariners got Luis Castillo and they gave up a uh, King's Ransom for him. S- three of their top five prospects. So, we know the price is going to be high. We know that. But the only reason to get Noah Syndergaard is so you don't have to pay that King's Ransom. But Julie and I were talking about this before. You know, prospects have it like, most of them flame out. What if I'm you look sad. back to all in- the days, in- J- Including J- Rades,
2: Noah Syndergaard.
1: Yeah, including Noah Syndergaard. He was good for two years, maybe tops, and then he injuries. And when you're throwing 100 miles an hour, stuff can go wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So if you look back at all the prospects that Jay's traded, like Graveman is one that turned out to be good, but he was a starter when they traded him. He wasn't a closer. Right, so it was one of those things like you know a couple of them have been okay at best, like you know i we talk about musgrove too, who like after six years, is finally good. They traded him for j a hap the first time around, not the second mm-hmm. time, um so yeah, they need a starter, they need a bullpen arm, maybe two bullpen arms, um bats, you know, I think they're okay, maybe a bit maybe another a depth player, and the thing about them too is that they can trade one like they can trade some of their bench like they have three catchers right like mm-hmm. you can bring back up moreno uh and trade jansen potentially but jansen is far superior than kirk defensively but they got options man maybe outfield depth as well because you know my boy zim ain't hitting anything he but is he, fucking he, awful <laughs> he boy is zim. so bad i've already hit a home run against houston i was like what
0: that was his last <laughs> fucking hit
2: it was over yeah. a month ago
1: Uh, That was like two months ago But maybe a bit of outfield depth Especially with Springer being I hate to say it But he might be done for a bit Um, But yeah, they need to make a move They need to do it They got some Depth in the farm Not a lot, but they got some And their their Depth in the farm They got like 10 infielders In their top 20 Like 10 shortstops Mm -hmm. Get rid of a couple of them (laughs) Like, we don't need Orvis Martillo, Otto Lopez, Jordan Grossens. Like, they're all shortstops. So, like, mm-hmm. why can't we trade a few of them, right? So, they got they got options, but they need to do something in the next X amount of hours here. And, uh, you know, the Yankees got, who'd they get? That reliever from Chicago, the side armor. And then mm-hmm. they got um Benintendi, And mm-hmm. they picked us, and they got Montez, who's a good starter from Oakland. And today. Trevino. So, like,
2: yeah, and Luke, Trevino's like, kind, kind of, eh. Yeah, but don't sleep on Lou, who who has to come in and pitch the seventh inning. Like, he's not a guy they're training for. He was their closer, but he's not closing for for the Yankees, right? Mm -hmm. Because you still got Clay Holmes back there. You still have Chapman who can pitch, like, the eighth inning if you need him to. But, like, Lou will lock down seven because then you've got your starters. You have your Tyones. You have your Garrett Coles. You have your guys who are going to give you – Six innings, and then you hope the bullpen can lock it down. Plus, Aaron Judge might hit a ho- hundred home runs this year. Like it yeah, just—it just seems like he's—he's—he's going to keep you in whatever game. And like he's the kind of guy where it's like when you're playing like baseball at like lunchtime or after school, that like you want coming up in the extra innings. Like you pick one guy to bat like a million times in a row. Aaron Judge is that guy. He is just another monster. Here's my question, to you boys. Two things. Number 1. Does Juan Soto get traded? Yes. Yes. And is it going to be to the Cardinals, to the Padres, or to the Dodgers? Cuz it's it's one of those three teams that have the big enough packages like the the big D-size package that is going to take to acquire Juan Soto. Which one of those three powerhouses is going to get him?
1: Okay, I'll take this question first. Ooh. I think San Diego might they still have a chance, but they gave up some good prospects to get uh heater today. Yeah, who, that was yep. a surprise. Uh they but they gave a couple like roster players too. So then they gave away mm-hmm. two prospects, but one of them was like in the top five, I think. Um I think it's the Dodgers. Uh yep. Julian's rocking the Dodgers hat as we speak. The Dodgers have uh, carte blanche when it comes to salary like they don't they haven't limited money so they just spend it like their their payroll is like the biggest in the league by far um maybe the yankees but i think it's the dodgers they always seem to get it done somehow and i think they'll do it again
0: i think first of all if the blue jays trade jansen i'm never watching baseball ever again because they only do when he plays is win all they do when Kirk plays is fucking lose. That All is I like, do
1: is win. <laughs> it's, it's true. I
0: love Kirk. He's awesome. You can DH or something like that, but you, you can't get rid of Jansen. You cannot. There's, I don't care how good he is at baseball. The fact is, when he's in, they win. I don't know why. I got no idea fucking why. But when he's in, they win. Um, But I think Juan Soto is going to be a... Yeah, Padres, man. Padres gave up a lot, but I still think that they they might end up getting him. He wants to go to California. So it'll be the Padres, or somehow the Dodgers will get him. You fucking watch. They'll they'll end up yeah. coming in there and somehow getting him. Like they'll be like, oh yeah, this prospect's really good. All, all every anytime the Dodgers make a trade, the other team always gets fucked. Every single time. So it'll be the Dodgers with Padres with a slight chance it could be the Blue Jays.
1: A very oh. very slight chance. Every rumor that I've read regarding the Blue Jays is that Bo Bichette goes the other way. He and has I'm to. fine with that. I'm
2: fine. You have that. to. But here's the thing, like Dean, you talked about it earlier. Toronto's got like the treasure trove of infielders that you could move to those positions if you needed to. You're not necessarily going to replace Bo Bichette right now, but the Blue Jays don't have a rock star steady guy. Yes, you have Vladdy but Juan Soto is like he was Vladdy before Vladdy became mm. Vladdy. He, he got to the league. He got he got to the league a little bit earlier and he had that same buzz that Ronald Acuña had, that Fernando Tatís had, and that Vladdy has now for the Blue Jays. I think it's the Dodgers. I think it's the Dodgers because they have their whole war chest. They haven't traded a single top 10 prospect from their treasure trove for anyone. If the Padres do it, You're giving up Mackenzie Gore. And they've been on record saying they won't do it. So it'll be interesting. But my second question was going to be like, if Bo part of the main deal of that Blue Jays package, do you do it? It seems like we have a consensus of hell. Yeah. You make that. You make it
1: one fucking. So I just got, I got my Bo jersey though. Oh,
2: well, I paid 200 bucks for that. It's like mistake. It's like Moreno. Although I don't know if the Nats want him because they got Kyper Ruiz, but like Moreno, Bo probably like Tiedemann, or whatever his name is. Tiedemann. Oh, I, the, Tiedemann?
1: oh, He's he, so he's, good. He's so good. He's, <laughs> he's probably
2: he's probably go, he's probably going as well. Like you're gonna get like a bunch of prospects, and you're gonna empty out a few of the Jays. You're emptying out your your sort of war chest of guys who are gonna make that that next step. But it'll be interesting because if the Blue Jays don't do something big but but do they do it this year though that's the thing like like can you wait till next year to go all in but but for who because here's the thing Soto's a free agent like Soto's Soto's gonna sign right and the reason like Dean talked about earlier no, Syndergaard's good he's got a one-year deal he's a free agent at the end of this year like you you can literally probably trade like I don't know uh fucking Pete Walker's you know, lawyer who got him off drunk driving charges for fucking Noah Syndergaard, and you'll you'll get him right. Like you just like maybe some court hours uh, will do the trick.
0: St. But Louis Cardinals outside chance getting one, soda too.
2: After after Quintana's trade today, I don't know if they get rid of like Burleson and Carlson. It it'll be tough, but they're they're definitely in the mix as well. Um, but if the Blue Jays don't go this year, <laughs> like you're just taking away because this was supposed to be one of the years. Yes, the Blue Jays take the step. Right. So now we're okay. next
0: level, next level, one
2: one year removed. Hashtag the Yankees are still the same. The Red Sox are taking a step back. The Baltimore Orioles are one year closer to all of their guys getting to the league. And they're going to be a scary team. Yeah, I said it right now. Baltimore Orioles will not be a team to be overlooked in the next. They three. traded Mancini today. Sure, but they have still Ryan Mountcastle, Adley Rutchman. They have DL Hall that's coming in. Grayson Rodriguez who's also a stud. Like they got guys who can ball. Prospects. But I'm just saying, the AL East might look a little different next year. I don't think the Blue Jays can just take years off anymore. They have to go well, for it every time. I agree.
1: I saw today. Adley <laughs> Rutchman was the kicker for Oregon State like football team. God, I saw Gosh. a clip of him where he kicked it off against Stanford and th- tackled Christian McCaffrey.
2: Shout out six, five white dudes that are <laughs> built like a fucking brick shithouse. Let's go. <laughs> that has
1: a, a bit of a... Actually, it was a pretty short kick, so I don't know if that was yeah. like... If he was just like a pinpoint guy. <laughs> Oregon <laughs> State football isn't a, really a powerhouse. Um, They've but, had some yeah. guys.
2: They've had some guys come out of... uh Some guys come out of the thing. Ocho Cinco. Yeah, I mean, listen, they, they used to give USC and, and Oregon uh run for their money it's just because they were part of the Pac-12. Chaps, I want to get into football with you, but I feel like you have something you want to go to first.
0: Uh, No, no, I think we can do this. I'm just kind of looking to see Matt Bush just got traded.
1: Ooh. So that's pretty interesting. From, the, no, from we, the Giants?
0: Yeah, to the Brewers.
1: I don't think he's pitched this year. Or... Very Matt weird. Bush the the F up. Uh I don't know the guy that was a shortstop and then converted to a pitcher and throws like 100 miles an hour, but like gets in trouble all the time.
0: No, 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 no. I don't think that's him, there's a it? lot of
1: those guys in the league, eh?
0: Maybe it is. Yeah, from <clears throat> yeah, yeah, from the Rangers. He played for the Rangers, Matt Bush, that guy, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was the first overall pick. He was like an infielder, and then like he got arrested like a bajillion times, and then like reinvented himself at like thirty something. Yep, but he had, he was having a decent year I think this year. Yeah, he can, he can he got he had arm problems, but he can throw.
2: Okay, yes. I got one question for, and I know I, I really want Chaps' opinion on this one. Two nine five ERA. He's he's having a good year. Chaps, what are, what are your thoughts on young kid Well, I don't I don't think he's young anymore, but when a guy who's of Importance, like a, a star name. I'm mean, going to use Josh Hader as this example. Mm-hmm. That every time something good goes on for Josh Hader, the the old tweet, tweet, ugh, Twitter tweets come out showing what he was like as a young man. Like, what, what is your feeling towards this? Because this first happened when Josh Hader, I think, in his second year, was named an All Star, and the game he was named an All Star about the fifth inning, like right before he pitched. uh all these tweets came out from when he was in like high school, maybe college, and he was very liberally using the N-word. And then today, the day he gets traded in what is considered a massive deal for the San Diego Padres, the tweets resurface. What what are your thoughts when these kind of things happen?
0: Well, I mean, it's tough, man. We like You do so much dumb shit when you're from like 14 to 18 like you say so much stupid stuff and you do so much st- stupid stuff and it's hard to to hold people accountable for something they did when they were 14 and 18, something that, that they said. And it's, so it's that's such a tough line. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Cause I'm sure that if you look back on my history, like I would imagine some stuff could come up when it comes to some of the things I said, I don't like, like, but it's not how I, like, I'm an adult now. Like I'm not an idiot. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think people fully realize what they're saying when they're that age and mm-hmm. what the effect of those words actually are and what they mean. I remember playing basketball and I'm saying I was I missed a layup. And I, you know, I said, I said something about like uh, the ball, dinkle and hoop or whatever. And I was like, ah, that's gay. Mm-hmm. Said something like yeah. that. Right. And but that was just how we talked back then. Mm-hmm. But I had someone correct me and man, you can't, you know, like, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna say his name, but. But he corrected me. He's like, you don't, you don't say it like that, man. Like you can say so many better words. Like, I know what you mean, it sucked or whatever. But like, you know, I was he, he taught me in that moment, he taught me. And I, you know, and I think that's that we need more people like that. And obviously back then it was completely different than how it is now. It just it's it it like it's hard to hold people accountable for stuff that they said when they were 14 to 18 or whatever, zero to eighteen. I, I think that. You know, it all depends what he said, too. I might, he might have said some awful stuff. I got no idea what Josh Hader said, but I'm just saying, you know, it's an uncomfortable thing to take the stance I'm taking. But at the same time, you, if we're going to cancel everyone, you have to leave room for people to grow and people to apologize and all that sort of fun stuff. Because if you're not, then like, then everyone's canceled forever. I mean, Julian, you've guaranteed said some stupid shit. I don't even have to know that. Dean, I know you've said stupid shit. <laughs> We've all said stupid stuff. And and it's just a matter of how famous you get, I guess if it comes back to haunt you. I mean, that's it's terrible, but it's it's the truth.
1: Yeah, it's for me like we didn't get like social media for me. I'm, I'm the oldest here until I was like, I think Facebook came out like my first year of college or something like that. Uh, maybe before I didn't know about it, but like, that's when it kind of gained some traction in Canada. Maybe, I don't know. But like, i like, I think back to like, you remember remember yeah, MSN and oh, then yeah. like, you oh, have yeah. like, oh, your, your name would be like Dean dash and then something stupid. Right. Like I never had, I can't recall anything that would ever have been interpreted as offensive, but I look back at it, I was like, man, that was embarrassing. Like I was such an idiot, right? Like I like song lyrics that were like super emo or something like that, right? Yeah. Like something,
0: yeah.
1: like <laughs> something just stupid and and nothing <sighs> offensive because like I've always been taught, you know blah, blah, blah. You don't want to say these kind of things. But, you know, some of the stuff was just stupid. And if I had that platform, that extended platform that people did have now, like, would I have said something stupid or offensive? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, you know, like Chap says, it just takes someone to, like, check you, right? Like, I'm a people leader at my work, and I work with kids, and I work on a team of all dudes. So, and sometimes we're meeting in the morning, someone might say something. I'm like, no, we don't talk like that, like, on this team. Like, stop. Yeah. Right? We don't talk like that. and It's nothing, like, it's pretty lukewarm at best but you know I if I stop it right there then it doesn't escalate right you know we don't mm-hmm. we don't talk like that here I've had it you know at when I was actually at the office like a kid would say hey that's gay I'm like mm-hmm. dude there's like three gay people in like yeah. a 10 foot vicinity of you shut the hell up like don't talk yeah. like that here like this, we're, this is grown up time and they were kids but like yeah you're in a grown up job now don't talk like that right say lame say something like that but you know I used to say that's gay or something like that right like that's what people used to say when we were growing up and you know it took someone to check me and then I befriended and I'm very good friends with a gay person now and like of course like I would never say that now and I was at pride yesterday right like oh, it man. was I Looks was like partying down there yeah it was fun man it Was you know and some people thought i was gay i'm like i don't care right think what you want about me right but it's it's just one of those things that you learn you grow like chap said and then you're all the better for it but you need that kind of room to do it if you're still talking like this now
0: like at this sure. age yeah you've got some serious fucking issues yeah, to for go sure to go check like after 18 or whatever or once you're kind of once you learn what you're saying and the negative impact it has and all that sort of stuff. I'm not talking like dropping n bombs back in the day and stuff like that. Like that, that's not what wow. I mean.
2: I, I mean, that's Josh Hader right there. Yeah, but is he quoting
0: like again? There's there's certain things if he's quoting music and stuff like that at that check, time. Sh-
2: check your phone, chefs. Check your phone. <laughs> is it on on the Facebook I, group? I just I just I just texted it to you. I completely get what you're saying. Like sometimes I get it. Not that it's right, but like you get caught up listening to hip hop music and you're just like banging it out. It's part of what. The repertoire of lyrics that are in every rap yeah, song, see, these and are like, bad. <laughs> okay, and so and so, like here's here's my thing. I'm with you. I'm with you with with what Dean said. With like, we've all used ninety eight percent of the world has used gay as a derogatory term, not to like truly understand that we're putting down gay people by saying like, when you screw up, you'd be like, oh man, that's so gay. As it like, the gay is like the worst thing in the world. That's not like how it was meant. And that's definitely not what people are saying. Like now people have a much better understanding of things, but like Mm -hmm. there is a line, there is a line of using something like that and using something that is well known to a hundred percent of the world as to, you don't say that you don't say the hard R you don't say ER. If you're quoting a rap song, you use the, the word and it ends with an a, because that's what you do, or you just don't say it at all. Or you just like, pause. or yeah, when just a you quick go, pause. Yeah, quick when you pause. go, when you go hard, er, I mean, I I feel like that's you can't tell me that a fourteen-year-old kid doesn't know that that is wrong.
0: Yeah, but you're not giving him a chance to grow either, Julian. That's the whole point, right? Like, yeah, he's 14 years old. Maybe he grew. I don't know where Josh Hare is from. And these are yeah, awful, yeah. awful, awful. Yeah. Uh, they're awful. I didn't know they were that bad. But you don't like, I don't know where he's from. I'm guessing Georgia or something like that, if I have just had to guess. And, and, you know, once you go to college and you experience all cultures and all that sort of stuff, like maybe he did grow as a person. I'm not saying he's not. He could be still yes. a racist, homophobe piece of shit. I got no idea. I'm not defending Josh Hader the person because I have no idea what he's like. But what I will say is, I don't know how, this. What was this? 2011? These text messages came out. Is that what it said? Yeah. Uh, 2011. So I don't know how old he is. There, he's probably 17, 18, something like that, right? And you know, it's just
2: he's I 17.
0: 17. So that's pushing yeah. the prep, prep prefaces. Prep resist, I can't speak. <laughs> and uh, I just 3,000 likes, by the way, a couple 20 minutes ago. Let's oh, go. Okay, like, right, right. Yeah, but, you know, it's I think that he could be a better person, a much better person now. And and you know what? If, if, if he's proven that in the community, then, yes, he could always be a cautionary case of, hey, look at guys like, you know, this is how I used to think. And this is how I think now. It's the same thing that one of the basketball players did. Uh oh my God I can't remember it wasn't Stephen Mark Perry, but it was a guy that played for the Heat Jerry Stackhouse maybe, maybe. I can't remember that came out and said he hated gay people and went shower with oh Tim ha-
2: Hardaway Tim Hardaway thank there you there you go
0: and you know what if everyone's like oh it's gonna ruin his career and stuff and it did but he's proven in the gay community and stuff like how much of an asset he can be and how much better of a human he is now and he's getting the second chance so. Josh Hader could have done all this already and we wouldn't know about it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's not a piece of shit or a homophobe or anything like that. I'm just saying it's hard to judge someone saying something when they're 14. I don't know why I keep going 14. To up at the mm-hmm. age of 18, yeah. like it's, just, it's tough. It, it's tough, man. It, it's a weird situation because I do think people can grow and people can be better. But I also think people are also kind of, you know, what's the saying? A leopard can't change its spots or whatever. Yeah. So that's yeah. a tough part, too.
1: Josh a Hader zebra had a rough... can't change
0: its stripes.
2: There we uh, go. Josh Hader, is
0: it black with white stripes, man, or white with black stripes?
2: <laughs> I think I said the same thing
0: twice there.
2: <laughs> but it sounded great either way. Uh, Josh Hader had a rough 18 months. 2011 to 2012, racist, homophobic, and sex- sexist comments caused him to actually delete his Twitter account when he was named in the uh, All Star Game. So, I mean, it was. In twenty eighteen. So by
0: the way, why, yeah. if you know you're going to get famous,
2: wipe all okay. of your
0: social media. So, I have so, no idea why they don't teach kids this.
2: So this is this is my next thing. I don't think this is something you teach kids. I think this is once you know that you're taking the next step in any professional level, whether it's sports, whether it's like working for a big like hedge fund, whether it's like the president of the United States, prime minister, whatever it is, wow. the moment you know you're going on to do something. Great? You get someone to scrub your shit. Or you just delete it. Right? Like you just delete it, start fresh. No, you come in brand money. new accounts. Pay
0: a fucking scrubber. Pay exactly. a fucking scrubber. Go get it scrubbed. Exactly. Dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, scrubby, dubby. Dubby, dubby.
2: It just dubby, yeah, get, 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 tubby, get scrubby,
0: scrubby, <laughs> scrubby.
2: Get the scrub daddy and just use it on that all night long. Uh I just don't understand why this is still like a thing. I just I just don't cuz I, I even Chaps, you're gonna know this guy better than I do. Uh he was a NFL prospect who on the night of the draft had a picture of him in like a mask hitting a bong
0: and it oh, completely left tackled.
2: Yeah Laramie he, Tunsil. And his draft stock just Plummeted, he was going to be first him.
0: overall. and He went like twelfth overall or something like that. Yeah, he's doing good now, though. He's doing good now. He's though. fine. He made it through. <laughs> trust me. He's yeah. doing okay.
2: But like, but like, not everybody does, right? And it's oh, like, I agree. Yeah. very like, don't put yourselves in those positions when you know that you're the shit. The problem is, you know, you're the shit. You think you're untouchable. Everybody gets touched. Okay, this is like fucking well. Joe Paterno's Jerry Sandusky's training camp. Everyone's
0: getting. Oh touched. my god. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Chandler? Oh. Chandler Bing, is that you? <laughs> oh, my God, Chandler.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, listen, I thought this was an interesting chain of events that uh, that definitely transpired. Uh, I got to ask you. I love asking these random questions to you boys. Chandler. Is there anything that you've ever been told by somebody that makes sense with what they're saying, but you would never try it? I'll give my example. I love drinking cold milk. I know, the D- Dean, D- you're lactose dude, so pretend like it's... I'm somewhere.
1: not lactose. I just don't have dairy.
2: You just don't like dairy. All right. Don't have dairy. I like, nice- <laughs> I like a nice... I like a nice cold glass of milk, and one time somebody was like, hey... You know what I like to do? I put an ice cube in my milk so it gets even colder. Which, in theory, makes sense. But then my, my mind goes into, but then there's water in it. They water it dilutes down. the milk. Does it change? And I'll never do it, but the idea makes complete sense to me why someone may choose to do it. Is there anything that you guys have ever been told along those lines that like in theory makes sense, but you would never practice it? Double condom. <laughs> okay. The, like we're going to we're going to double strap up and it's going to yeah. make sure that we don't get our preggers. Okay. Yeah. No boy no Never please, heard about man. friction. Never heard about uh, friction before, right? Like uh, makes you
1: makes you seem bigger. <laughs> <laughs> a, <little bit. laughs> a couple of millimeters. Um cold shower. Yeah, oh, that's a good yeah, one. I take cold, cold showers good all, good time. all the cold time. Cold shower instead of warm shower. There's like the in, in terms of like health benefits in the morning, mm-hmm. like it makes you like more awake, like a hot shower makes you sleepy and there's like a lot of other health benefits to it, but like there's no way the shower's Lisa my Ann, dean time Lisa Ann told me to take cold showers so I, yeah. I started yeah. taking cold showers that's because you had a huge bonner
0: you know what, I, I'm i weird in the summertime, I don't turn the lights on in the shower I, I the shower Ooh. is like it's just all natural light and stuff like that like I like showering in the dark and I brush my teeth
1: in the shower
2: I was born in the dark. <laughs> I was born in the dark.
1: You yeah, no, adopted it. Every, like, when it's hot, I'll have, like, a not hot shower. It'll be, like, warm. But, like, I, I need my showers to be hot. I like to relax a bit and just kind of wake up. And, but yeah, I, I can do that. Like, benefits of it. Sure. I'm never going to do it. It's cold. Why would I want to be I'm uncomfortable col- in the morning? We live I'm Vancouver. a cold shower dude. All the time. Are you? Oh, nice. I'm a cold
2: shower dude all the time. I'm everything cold. I like, the air conditioning on i like fans to be on just blowing around that shitty ass fucking toronto air but i'm a cold shower dude i love it for the health benefits i do go like last 30 seconds freezing cold just to get the breathing uh you know composed because that's apparently where you get the health benefits of like reducing your heart rate and lowering your blood pressure and all that kind of shit but like i love like cold drinks cold water i'm in sign me up I'm a, C, I'm a warm Trey guy,
1: guy. Yeah, you got traded a few hours ago. I'm a yeah, warm guy, Jules.
2: I like I, yeah, and, uh, I like to be snuggy
1: buggy. Yeah, I like. I was having a coffee yesterday, and it, it was really hot here. And I was sitting there. I'm like, man, why am I so sweating and like so sweaty? And I looked down, and my coffee's in my hand. It's like a hot latte. I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah. And I just kept drinking it. <laughs> I like to be toasty.
2: Hey, I open the window in the wintertime when it's like freezing out. Oh, so yeah. I just love the cold yeah, me air. Too. I love yeah. the cold there. Nah, like nah, 40 at nah, oh, Prince oh,
0: George oh. and I'll have the heat going like full bore yeah, and, you, and then I'll open the window. Open the yeah, window. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that's it. Oh, man. All and right. then
2: Chaps, I know Chaps is a naked sleeper too. He loves that cold air. So
0: so so this is how it works for Chaps sleeping, okay? <laughs> Chaps will go boxers, okay? And if I yep. can't follow, not boxers, with like the tight boxers, I don't know what they're, whatever they're called. Um, boxer briefs? Yeah, yeah, boxer briefs. Yeah. I can't sleep in boxers, like actual boxers, because I just I just can't.
2: You my just nuts can't have are the waggling all over yeah. the place.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, You're just
2: hitting your legs side. Yeah, of it's side. just
0: everywhere. And uh, so what I do is I will go full out uh, in my underwear, and I'll try to sleep. If I can't fall asleep, I'll whack it off. And if I can't can't fall asleep after I whack off, I sleep naked. And I don't know why I don't skip the whack off probably because it feels so fucking good. You should whack off at least twice or three times a week. It's very good for your, for your health. Lots of studies show that. Um, so I don't know why I just don't. Yeah. It's probably because I love whacking off. So, so you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you just, yeah. Yeah, you know what the best part Let's of this is? Let's call a spade a
2: spade here. I mean, I've yeah.
0: had no, I'm not on, uh, on any THC. Like, I have nothing in my system. This is all just spitting the fucking truth here. And, uh, but yeah, you know, I sleep naked all the time. It feels fucking amazing. And we got really nice, expensive sheets and stuff like that. And, you know, like I said, boxers, whack off naked. Sometimes, you know, that's but, the, you know, the, the edibles have helped too a little bit.
1: Okay. I am 100% full on naked every oh, single wow. night. Every wow. single night. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, full on. All right. Pretty much. Like, I usually have like a night shower because I, you know, I get my swell on mm-hmm. most days. And then I'm like, all right, let's go to bed. And I just transfer over, get to go, made in the shade.
2: Interesting. I've never been, I've I've probably slept naked like a handful of times, but definitely. When you're shit faced? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's usually like, It's post-coital, like, I'm just going to fucking sleep now. Like, this is just, like, I'm just rolling over and, and going to fucking bed at this point. But I'm a boxer brief guy. I love it when the package is just nice and tight, and I know where everything is. If I need to fucking find it, it's not popping out the bottom of my fucking shorts you no, know, or, 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 or the worst is like when it pops out the middle and you're just like, oh shit, my dick is just fucking out now. And or it's like sticking
0: on your leg or whatever. Like yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, gross. it's gross, it's gross. This is a great I love when it's, for all the females. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love when it's high and tight, you know, I just, I know where it is, <laughs> the safety, the safety's on, you know, <laughs> if it needs to come out, we're good to go, locked and loaded. But, uh, but yeah, okay. Interesting. I've, i I've, I've, I, again, sleeping naked, I get the concept not something i think i would be able to practice
0: and it's, i think also I think, having
2: I, kids factors into
0: i think also a little bit for dean he doesn't have ac i think that factors yeah. in a little yeah. bit just a little bit like you gotta
1: get that yeah. ac oh, i'll He's do not it. a cold it's, guy. I'll He's a hot get, guy i'll do He's a hot guy i just like to be naked when i sleep i don't know are I, you gonna sleep, I, you I, sleep you naked in my house Ooh. Mm, no no i'll, uh, I'll res- i respect that person's house i'm in usually. In a hotel percent.
2: Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, Actually, at any point, I the maid, the maid can come in. I've seen videos start that way.
1: <laughs> I, I was sharing a hotel room with my uncle, and I like looked over and he just like he was sitting down and had his back turned to me, but he I just saw him like rip down his boxes. I'm like, Oh, you go going commando eh? He's like, oh yeah, every night. I'm like, well, like I wouldn't do if there's someone else in the room, but he he didn't care. I didn't see that's leader, a little weird.
2: <laughs> that's a little fucking weird. Back- Back to Jerry Sandusky here. Damn. Yeah,
1: Jesus Christ. Well, it was his room. I was, I was just kind of hijacking it for a night because I had nowhere to go. Well, he, was um, probably, he, was he was probably a hijacking room it as well. I, I think it's, I think it runs in the family, man. That's just, uh, I think that's how it goes. But <laughs> I'm going to sleep naked before, tonight. Before we leave, some news dropped today, and I know Chaps feels very strongly about this. So I wanted to get uh,
2: his his interpretation.
1: Yep, yeah, number four. Six-game suspension. That's it. Chaps, lay it on us. I,
0: I think that people don't understand how this process worked, and that's one of the things that is frustrating me a little bit. Everyone's like, oh, my God, NFL again. Comes in weak on, on sexual uh, harassment, yada, yada, yada. And, like the NFL hasn't come down on them at all at this point right now. They have not agreed to this suspension. This has been handed out by a, uh, a neutral judge. And this is what she found. Um, so that's the first thing everyone bagging it, it on the NFL. The NFL might turn around and say, fuck this. We're giving them a year. So this is my theory. Okay. Ben Rocklisberger got how many games he got three, he got six and then it went down to three or something like that. Right. And he had one. That was there was only one for that for that for that time. Um Ezekiel Elliott had one, and that was six games. How is this person only getting a six-game suspension? I don't know how any judge reads the case and like and says, and like, Oh, yeah, that's only six games. This guy legitimately, legitimately, should either be suspended indefinitely as in forever you got fucking calvin ridley suspended for yeah 17 games 16 games or whatever and yes that affects the entire. like that affects whether people th- think that the game is rigged or not so i get why you have to come down hard on that stuff he was hurt and he put in a parlay for 1500 bucks for his team to win fuck off
1: he, he was away from the team he was away, he was from, away he wasn't from with the team the, he wasn't he was on also, ir i think
2: also i yeah. do i do believe that like when you if you bet on your team to win, there should be nothing wrong with that, but that's just my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh, but now like, I honestly think that, that just Sean Watson, number four should be suspended for the rest of his career and never play in the NFL again. I I will never come down off that perch. There's 30 women. And for him to come out there and say, Oh, every woman is, is a gate. No, it has nothing to do with that. You are trying to fucking molest them. Like shut the fuck up. You should never play in the NFL again. And he should probably be in jail. I mean, that's just the fucking truth. And everyone's like, oh, well, they settled. So the girls just want money. The girls don't want to be in the spotlight. And fuck you. You have no idea what that fucking girl's going through. You have no idea. You, you cannot talk about that sort of stuff. It's her decision. It's her right. She can do whatever she wants. She's the one that felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if I was Roger, I'd, I'd come up. I'd put up with the court cases. I would spend them for two years. And that, fuck that judge. Um, that's exactly what I do. And it'd be a huge mess. It'll go to court. Everyone will get sued, and they may never, and he may never get suspended. God's honest truth. He might never. But if I was Roger Goodell, I could not sleep not suspending him for at least a year.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm with you because I feel like Roger has gone under so much criticism for the way they've handled any suspension, deflate gate, uh, the Alden Smith stuff, the Josh Gordon stuff, um, obviously most recently like the Ray rice and Adrian Peterson and all of like those things. Um, cause I think AP is pretty good. I mean, he got up for like a year, right? So, um, I think he's the, f- this is the first time where he has the chance to be like the baby face. He has the chance to be like the hero that the league and its fans need. And I like just quickly reading on what Chaps had just talked about, the NFL uh, NFL and the NFL PA uh, have three days to decide on on what they're going to do now that the rulings come out. The NFL PA has already said, yeah, like, we'll accept it, which right there should tell you that it is way too lenient. That the NFL PA isn't saying we're fighting for a reduction in it means that,, like, oh hey, like, This is probably best-case scenario for us because this guy should have been suspended for way longer. If I'm Roger, I'm going two-year suspension, settle for one. And I think if you have him miss an entire season, I think it's great for the NFL. Because the other thing that happens too is that this guy just got traded and signed the largest guaranteed NFL contract. And he's also like the number one pariah of the NFL right now based on how he just treated... What like thirty percent of the fan base is, is females, and that number is growing by the day, not going the other way. So you're now going to like antagonize an entire group of individuals, moms, sisters, girlfriends, wives, and say, How can we let someone like this predator be a star and get paid a ridiculous amount of money to play in the NFL when he has shown no real like remorse for the situation? Like Chaps has talked about this entire podcast has been crazy about people doing things when they're younger. He was a grown fucking man. He was a grown man. Uh-huh. This is like, there's a pattern. 30 women is a pattern of, of being a predator. Um, And I do use that word liberally and choosing my words carefully. But I mean, at no point can this guy play in the NFL this year. If he does, Roger Goodell should lose his job. He really should.
0: Not
1: his decision,
0: though. That's probably to go ahead, Dean.
1: Ah,
2: it's I agree
1: with you guys, man. It's it's, the guy like he did not play last year, but that was kind of not due to this case. It was contract dispute stuff. Am I wrong by saying that? You're 100 percent right. So he like he missed the year, but that was on his own volition like it. (laughs) if he wanted to, he could have played last year while all the investigating and stuff was going on. And now it's time to pay the Piper. So that kind of gets eliminated from the equation. So like, you see what happens with like Trevor Bauer being what, two and a half years by the time it's all said and done, like six games is a third of the season. Like he's still going to make 20 million bucks and be on his merry way. Right. Like it you need to set an example and and the NFL's historically not done a great job of that. And yeah, they're, they're all about the do Ray me and the Benjamins and whatnot. And that's fine. But you know, at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta set an example. You gotta set a precedent at the very least. And and six games is not a precedent. That's, that's people saying, Oh, I'll just give up a third of my salary and still do whatever the hell I want. Like that's not okay. Right. These people in positions of power, think they could just get away with it because they're a big star and this money-making giant which is the nfl and you know they gotta knock some of these guys down a peg right when they're when they're misbehaving if they're up if they're behaving sure let them do let, let them stay on their pedestal if they're like lebron james for example like the guy hasn't done anything wrong that we know of so he's allowed to stay up on the top but like if you are knock him down a peg set an example for the rest of the league and, and the young guys coming up and make sure it doesn't happen again
0: Needs to go away for a long, long time. And it's super frustrating that. Uh, it's just it's shitty because you got the NFL PA like, oh, we back this. It's like, man, like, how can you like, mm-hmm. I get it. He is in the PA. Kick him out mm-hmm. of the fucking union. You can do that. Yeah, like I don't. I truthfully do not understand any of that. So, yeah, it's, you know, fuck terrible situation i'm happy that the seahawks didn't trade for him because there was a moment where i was like oh (laughs) oh the seahawks might trade for him here and they did not
2: this episode is brought to you by heart wholesale liquor located at 6055 monterey road prince george british columbia Hard Wholesale Liquor has all of your summer needs to get you through the hot and sticky ones. Right now, they currently have a nice selection of Coors Seltzers from original 12-packs to the Splash 12-pack to the Black Cherry 6-pack, the Mango 6-pack. They have it all. Spritzers, beer, wine, whatever you need to quench your thirst. Make sure you check them out. Hard Wholesale Liquor. and we're back great chaps farted up a storm Um, uh okay last last big news of the pod for this episode also getting back into chaps's bag here (laughs) pretty much confirmed now ben affleck is going to be in the new aquaman what are your thoughts i'm so sick of this
0: i'm just sick (laughs) of everything man just like either you're in or you're out either they're doing the universe or they're not just Make up your fucking minds, because I'm getting sick of waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. No,
1: no, no, no. There, I read the rationale behind it. It was, it was supposed to be Michael Keaton, but, yeah. but the Flash movie was supposed to come out before Aquaman. Yeah, and th- th- they changed the date of the Flash. I'm pretty sure because um, what's his nuts is being a bit of a menace to society. They might have to like, crash <laughs> and, and redo <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah. So because they moved the Flash date ahead. Of, of Aquaman Keaton as Batman in the Aquaman movie wouldn't have made any sense. So that's why they had to sub in our boy Benny. I think
0: he's just Bruce Wayne though, too. I'm not even sure if he's actually
1: Batman in this. I listen, I hope they bring
0: back Ben Affleck full-time as Batman. I thought he was actually a really good Batman. Like I really did. I'm and, you. and I just, you know, it's funny because every time he's like, Oh, I'm done playing Batman. Warner Brothers says, Hey, do you want to play Batman again? He's like, Oh yeah, I'll come back. And he comes back. So, I don't know. I just think that it's such a mess now at this point that they should scrap every single... Nice, nice dancing, Dean. Uh, They should should scrap every single project and just restart. That's because it's such a fucking mess. Like, it is beyond saving. It just is.
2: So coming out of Comic-Con, it seemed like that was their plan. So in the new Black Adam movie, they have, like, the Justice... I can't remember the fuck the Just, Justice Society of America, and the rumor was that they were actually going to be featured more throughout the DCE universe than Justice League because before all this, they were like, we're going Black Superman, we're going female uh, Batman, like Batgirl or whatever. Like this is going to be the new no, Batgirl's coming. League. No, but they were they That's were replacing Henry and they were replacing Ben. And Bruce and all those guys as members of the Justice League. And they're adding female characters to take their mantles in the Justice League. Which for some might say, yes, let's see it. And for some, maybe not because there wasn't really anything wrong with what was going on before. That being said, Ezra Miller might have had a bigger impact than Zack Snyder's cut of justice league because Ezra Miller is putting back the justice league the way that we have always wanted to see it right now. It's been in a few short months. We could be hearing that cyborgs coming back. This could be the second coming of Zack Snyder's justice league. And I'm, I'm here for it. Listen, let's get rid of Mira. Let's get it rid of Ezra, the kidnapper. Let's bring in Dylan O'Brien. Let's sick. bring in the guy who plays the uh, the Flash in the TV show. Shit, let's put all of the Flashes ever and just put him in one movie. Let's fucking do that. I'm so down. So down with that. Um, but hey, listen, Ezra Miller, you're a menace to society, but you're keeping the dreams alive for the <laughs> Justice League that we love. Sorry, I wasn't
1: paying attention for a sec. Did you, did you mention that Ca- Henry Cavill might be coming back? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> th- it was rumored... And The Rock has been tiptoeing around this a little bit more than Jason Momoa did with Betty Boy. But yeah. he's, he has Selfie. said that he, is, he has advocated quite heavily for Henry. And, and not just for this movie, but in general for his career. Danny Garcia, The Rock's ex-wife and current partner with all of his endeavors. Big fan of Henry. Helped get him a lot of projects. Love like him as an actor. The dream is to get that Superman version back on screen so he can fight Black Adam. And I think I think it's everything people wanted with Vin Diesel and The Rock, but like a million times better.
1: <laughs> Vin Diesel. It,
2: the the Ben athletics thing is crazy. Like he
0: got outed by fans that were having a private tour of the WB mm-hmm. studios. And yep. they seen him as they seen him on the Aquaman set or something like sure. that. And they're just like, what the fuck? And then Joyce Mom is like, all right, well. <laughs> cats, out, cat's out of the bag. Cats out of the
2: bag now. <laughs> Send the selfie before it gets out from anybody else. Uh, then fucking hilarious. walked into his trailer, too. Like, uh, sees yeah. B.A., walks into his trailer. I'm like, well, if it didn't really do a good job on that one. Like, Yeah, B.A. was pissed,
0: too. He looked mad. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, he, he, Ben Affleck once left. He, when he left Prince George, he filmed a movie up here. He filmed a movie in Prince George called Reindeer Games. And well, then, such
2: a good movie, by the way.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah, had no 100%. idea that was filmed
2: in Prince George. I, yeah, it I love. I that could, movie. I could, I fan. could name
0: every single house and every like I could, I could tell you where all that stuff is. Big fan. Um. Anyways, he uh he left Prince George and got on the plane and went straight to rehab. So, <laughs> Prince George is the thing that broke the camel's back. All right, it's time to end the episode. I got a shower still. I got a whole bunch I got to do here tonight. I gotta naked. eat, brother. Brother. <laughs> okay brother you talking to me I can't uh, to uh, and
1: program. uh and just a little little uh update on the blue jays front uh apparently the talks regarding noah Syndergaard are getting pretty deep they're yeah, getting they're
0: pretty gonna, deep
2: uh,
1: they're going to get them. they're going to get them.
0: oh we might have a guest next week too so
2: stay on the Ooh. tune
0: on the horn for that
2: stay on the, on tune, tune, horn. <laughs> on the tune, horn, tune horn on the tune horn on the twitter game you the
0: real uh, two is brought to you by Black Black Blake Insert <laughs> promotional ad here. All right, this is chaps. I got I, I gotta go yank my, my chain. I'll talk to you guys later.
1: Hey, Dean out, gotta eat dinner. I am famished. Love you boys. Catch a Friday for uh perhaps a special guest, perhaps just uh the three of us, perhaps Conzie comes back. You never <gasps> know what you're gonna get.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Conzie is a <your> special guest. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, listen, we'll be breaking down the Blue Jays trades, we'll be breaking down uh, NBA training camp news as the Summer League gets ready to end, and we'll see what the Raptors end up doing and if they're going to be contenders making any deals, but uh, please, if you're not following us, follow us on Twitter, you will not be disappointed. If there is a social media platform to follow us on in addition to listening to this podcast, it is on Twitter. Chaps, hit them with the Twitter handle.
0: At No Inns Knee Podcast On Twitter It is lots of fun And yeah, you know what We're going to be taking Hopefully we take off here pretty soon It's been a good night yeah.
2: Yeah, If we're you don't big. know how to spell any of that stuff Because it's a really weird Twitter name Just go to our Instagram or our Facebook Alright, since three. our
0: listeners are fucking stupid I'll spell it out for them <laughs> It is at N-O-I-N-S-N-E-E podcast you can't spell podcast you're like me and you're illiterate so i don't even know if i said that right i don't even know if that's the right word to be used in this spot <laughs> can we just quit recording i'm done
2: i need to go all right everyone have a great uh, rest of your week we'll be back next week with a new episode stay fresh see you later and uh sleep in the new try it out see how it goes peace